0: Yes, welcome to After The Hype with me, your host, is always, Brian. I am currently sitting in my car in traffic, which is great and very LA of me. And I figured it was a good time to say, hi, let's talk about the month of June, aka our origin month. Throughout the month of June, we'll be releasing our first-ever appearances on After the Hype, starting, of course, with the first episode, uh, where Nick and I sit in his bedroom and bitch about video games, specifically Dead Space, on a Nagra. Uh, heads up about the Nagra recording, not the best. Might be some audio hiccups here and there. But I promise the rest of the episode is still a lot of fun and it's a good time. Uh, Then moving throughout the rest of the month, we're doing Chewy. John's and Ryan's first episodes even though Ryan is stepping down as permanent co-host we're still throwing them in there uh and it should be a lot of fun I know going back I've had a ton of fun listening to all these things it's really cool seeing where we are now compared to where we were then and man it's just been a blast and it really makes me want to say thanks thank you for all of you who've been listening this whole time I can't I believe it's almost been five years. And for those of you who are just tuning in now, thanks. Thank you so much for listening. This is a lot of fun. I hope you keep coming back. Uh, and then, although we are not recording throughout the month of June, we are still very much active on our website, ATHpod.com. We're still doing our Spotify playlist every week. We are still doing our guest, the Movie Game. We're still writing articles. So check our website out, ATHpod.com, as much as you can. There's still new stuff going up nearly daily now, and it's all really fun, cool, movie, geeky stuff. I uh, could not be more excited about it. Uh, speaking of things I'm excited about... Starting in July, we have our brand new co-host starting. Uh, She's been on a few episodes before, you might recognize her. Uh, I'm not gonna say who it is though. Uh, I never really know what to say in these opening monologue things, that's why I usually just don't do them. But given that the rest of this month's gonna be a little different than what we usually do, I figured it was a good time to do one. Anyhow, first episode of After the Hype: Dead Space. Here we go.
1: time because I think it started off last time okay so this week we've changed the name of the show but it won't really matter (laughs) um but we've decided to call it after the hype because we're going to be reviewing a lot of older games so games that we've played that we've liked or disliked that we can talk about and kind of talk about them as objectively as possible because it'll be a few months after the hype has died down
0: a few months years however yeah, long
1: whatever we'll, we might go back to games that, that, that had no hype to begin with because we <laughs> like them that we might just want to talk about just because they might not get enough coverage anything like that I, ideally we'd like to do all different types of games but I think it depends on how much we can talk about them you know because I think that it's hard to talk about a game like Spelunky for 30 minutes just because there's just not really enough that I can think of to talk about. There's nothing to talk about, Spelunky. <laughs> Brian hates Spelunky because it's getting in the way of me trying to catch up on Mass Effect time. <laughs> um, but I, it's a good game. It's got some goofy stuff. We might talk about it when it comes out on the Xbox Live arcade. Because we could think. play it together. It's going to have co op and stuff like that. I'm not going to play that game. It looks fun. <laughs> um, okay, so this week we're going to end up talking about Dead Space 2 predominantly, but we'll, I mean, it's hard not to talk about Dead Space 2. But it's hard to talk about Dead Space 2 without bringing up Dead Space 1. So I guess let's, I would like to... Let's just go over the plot for, for both, and we'll end up probably diverging at some point, but that's the plan for now. Um, Dead Space 1, you are a silent protagonist. You kind of dock with a mothership that's a mining ship, and then everything goes wrong and i mean like thematically it's similar to alien and dead space 2 is similar to aliens
0: which... well it's so, like the the first one was like they kind of they they focus a lot more on the first one than they do the second one but the reason you're sent out there is because you're like a mechanic Right, and the ship has stopped reporting in, so they send in the mechanic to go fix their right. audio or whatever the fuck is wrong with their stuff. And then the second one, you're just a crazy person who happens to be a mechanic. Right, you um, you've survived. I mean, yeah, it,
1: which is similar to to Alien. Cause it's it, very similar to it. Yeah. You know, uh Ripley is she's a doctor or something like that, right? She's not like a. She's definitely not like one of the combat people. So she's kind of thrust into a situation, and she thrives and survives.
0: Which well that's what I kinda cool. like the, the comparisons are a little bit more even to where the first game was legitimately scary, to the point where I had a I had a friend who wouldn't even finish the game because he said he got so creeped out. Personally, yep. I'm not the type of gamer who gets freaked out by like the jump scares that you get from like Doom or things like that. For right. me, it's like Silent Hill two or like Resident Evil's one, two, and then they got shitty, but right. but like those the ones where it's more like you against the elements, which Dead Space did a really good job with, yep. but at the same time had the jump scares. Whereas then you have Alien, which is very solo person kind of scarier than you have aliens which is just not even a horror film at all it's, just it's a straight it's up action, an action film. film with a few jump scares but exactly. it's basically yeah and that's the exact same for Dead Space versus Dead Space 2 cuz Dead right. Space was kind of a survival horror game and then there's Dead Space 2 which is a survival horror game where there's no survival cuz right. you're going to win no it, matter it's, what it's
1: an action game with survival horror controls which elements right that i mean which is kind of the frustrating part because you're really you're really trying to fit a square peg in a, <laughs> an octagonal hole that it could probably fit into, but, like, it just is really rough. Like, it it's not a, a good fit.
0: Yeah. So... Uh, Okay, start starting at the okay, so we Let's, we have the setup to where like the plot was you're a guy, you're a mechanic, you go and you you basically you start fixing shit around the place. Right. You show up, you're immune, like your entire team is killed within the first thirty seconds of the game. Yeah, there are like two survivors. Yeah. You, like, you included in two other people. Yeah, and like yeah. you show up with like thirty people and then you're on like, hey, go turn on the lights, and you leave the room and you turn the lights and just shit breaks out and everyone dies. Right. And I'm sure most people play the game by now, so they know all this, and then you basically you go through the ship and material. Ridiculously, kind of almost annoyingly at times, you fix the ship section by section to the point right. to where you kind of go oh there's this marker of things and there's uh, Unitology not Scientology Unitology and like right. this really kind of like big comment and it actually has a lot of really good ideas in it sadly all those ideas are stuck and tucked away in these really epically long text things that you have to yeah. read after you beat the game and it's just kind of well, if you I, want to I, take I like time, finding that sort of stuff and I like reading through it um,
1: I, I kind of like to you could enjoy that game without any sort of the environmental story stuff that's true. Although it is weird that logs are just kind of thrown along the floor, but yeah. I mean it's the same sort of thing where like, oh well, what if this guy breaks? You know, it's the same with Goldeneye problem. It's like, what if this guy breaks into our fort? We'll just leave ammo out for him. That's- <laughs> Hey, what's the worst that could happen? So I, it's kind of weird, but
0: it's it's okay. Yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't ever really take you out of it. The only thing that kind of bothered me with that is that a lot of games do this, and Dead Space is the first one that comes to mind for me right now, but there's like, Mass Effect does this a lot too, actually, to where you have two types of logs you can find. You can find a log full of chock full of text, which is where all like the legitimate story and that sort of stuff is, right. and like to where if you actually want to find what the developers wanted to make with this world, you'll find it in these long texts. Or you can listen to audio logs, which are boring and useless, and they just kind of get forgotten. Some of, I, I
1: feel like they did a much better job of the audio logs in the first game, and I couldn't remember any of them in the second, which is crazy because I played the first one when it came out, basically. Yeah. Same with the second, and I remember the audio log stuff from the first because I don't yeah. even remember anything in the second game at all. No, not really. I mean, like there were some really cool ones where it was basically telling you the story of how the ship fell apart. Yeah, which was really cool. In the second one they really give you there's the the way the first one is set up is there's not only is it a mystery to find out like what these monsters are, but it's a mystery to find out what happened. Like where you basically have the beginning and the end. You find trying to find out the end and you're also trying to find out the middle. Mm-hmm. In the second game you have basically all the pieces. <laughs> which I can't really fault them for because it would be fucking impossible to do the same sort of thing. You can't have yeah. that same environment in both games where you're trying to figure out what's going on no. unless you change these are now new aliens which would be hokey and dumb. Yeah. Why you'd want to continue that that sort of thing. Yeah. But like for the for the second game there is no kind of mystery of what happened. They really give you All the information you need to know at the very beginning of the game.
0: Well, okay. Sorry to jump back, but I I want to finish this plot thing. So, yes, that's how they kind of do it. So then throughout the first game, you eventually get to the end where there's a marker thing, and you have to basically... I don't even remember how you destroy it at the end of the first game, but you kind of destroy it and whatever. I'm not even... Um, Oh, you destroy it because, like, the ship blows up that it's on or Well, you, you like crash that. on the earth and you want to put it back to where it came from and then oh, you gotta right. it and there's a big monster thing and the easiest yeah. boss battle ever. Oh, it's like the easiest final boss. Yeah, and he picks you up, you shoot him in the face and it's over. Yeah. Um and then you get on your ship, and then you're flying away, and all of a sudden there's your zombie wife, and she attacks you in the game. And then the game yeah. Yes, yeah. So then the second one picks up, kind of where the first one left off, to where Which is really cool. Yeah, it's really cool, yeah. like this really cool montage action sequence, and then you wake up in an insane asylum on the Sprawl, which is this big, epic space station, and then literally within moments of waking up, the, your doctor gets killed, and then you're in a straight That's such a cool And the, Oh, it's so, like the first, like, 20 minutes of Dead Space 2 are some of my favorite moments of any gaming. It was yeah. so intense, and you you're in this straitjacket, so you can't attack anything, but things can attack you, and you can die in that straitjacket, yep. which I didn't think was possible, but I'm replaying it just to see if you could run the wrong way. You will die. Instant. They don't give you any leniency. I mean, they nope. kind of do guide you along the right path, because they do a really
1: interesting job. With Dead Space 1, it's the You know, you're at this ship after everything's gone haywire. In Dead Space 2, it's you're in you're in the shit, basically. Like you're in the middle of it going down. And that's really cool because you're there to see it fall apart. And, you know, they guide you on this path where all the monsters are basically chasing somebody else. So instead of feeling like you're you're the only target that's really available. You're kind of watching everyone else be put in the same situation you were put in in the mm-hmm. first game, which is really cool, because you're just like, oh, thank God. Like, you're just running along this street jacket like, yes, please don't notice me. Please don't notice You're running along, which is really awesome, because it felt great, because that's... That's how it probably would feel in that situation. Oh, yeah. You don't have any weapons. You're basically just hauling it as fast as you can, yeah. and just like, don't notice me, don't notice me, don't notice me, and you don't. Which if you're if you play it correctly, you probably
0: won't get noticed. I think oh, some things will jump you, out at you, but yeah. you can just I run. mean basically you almost have to do what I did, which is go back and purposely fuck up if you want to die. Exactly. Which is totally what I did. Um but then basically you end up meeting up with a friend who cuts you out of straight straitjacket, and then you jump into, I don't know, a tube of some sort that they just kind of have lying around, right. and you don your armor, and then the actual game starts. Right. Um,
1: Which, I mean, like, you, you did do a, a, some exploring to kind of give you more of a hint of what was going on, yep. and you find out that it's similar to what happened on, um, and I cannot remember the ship's name that you were on in the first place. But Isamira. Yeah. Ishimura. U-S-S-S. Ishimura. Ishimura. Yes. When you were on the Ishimura, it was... You You got a lot of the clues. And the way they give you the... You know, like, you got... It's similar to that, basically. Like, it's... You know, they're being experimented on. They found the marker, and they're trying to use it as
0: something. Or power for Unitology, not Scientology. For the not Scientology religion, Yes, Unitology. unitology. <laughs> um, which is fine. I mean, like, it's...
1: I mean, I don't see why people wouldn't want to use a power source that could kill them. That seems totally normal. But it it makes sense within that world because the world is basically set up like all of these colonies seem to be incredibly isolated. Mm -hmm. So it would be like if I, you know, basically I had two neighbors And we knew that something was dangerous, and I had found out that a friend of mine was doing... Like, let's just say, like, there's a plant that could kill you. It's the ruins, basically, but (laughs) in in a small three house little area Ugh. and I found out that a friend of mine was taking pictures of it I would be like no seriously this is not a good idea Yeah, you would take it with a grain of salt but you'd be like what do they know so yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of taken with that sort of idea that the mayor of this thing knows that it's somewhat dangerous but he feels like he can corral it mm. and in a weird way they do a better job because it
0: seems like they've had the marker for a lot longer they had to because like especially the way they set up the game to where like you were seriously fucked up from your events in the first game right? which you totally would be you... exactly You saw so many people die, you killed so many people, whatever. So there's really... They don't do a good job, and I don't mean that negatively at all, because I don't think they mean to, but they don't set up time at all to where, how long has it been? Right. I mean, I which think is you're- is probably for the best. Yeah, because I, I th- there's really no good way to answer the question, so they do kind of like what really good sci-fi movies do, which is you just don't answer it. Yeah, you just ignore the question, yeah. but you don't ever bring it up either, so it doesn't ever call yeah, attention to itself. exactly. It. Unless yeah. you're which doing is, something right. like what we're doing right now. Exactly.
1: Um, <laughs> which is fine, because it never really felt like they were trying to hide anything, it just wasn't important. Right. Like, what does it matter if it went five years or 50 years? Like, you're still there. Oh, yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Like, it's fine. But I think the biggest change from the first one to the second one is that you can talk. Yeah. Which... Which you shouldn't. I really don't feel like you should. I think you could have told that story the same, whether or not he talked. I don't think it impacted the game
0: positively. Well, I mean, it kind of... So, the first game you have to where he is, like, he is... The silent protagonist, the strong silent type, to where he pushes the plot forward by your experiencing through him. Yeah. Whereas when you give him a voice, it kind of takes you, the player, out of it a little bit. Yep. And it could have been done in the way of, like, like Halo does with Master Chief. To where, if there's a cutscene, he might slide a word in here or there, but he's never going to say much. He's still the strong silent type. When you play Dead Space 2... Isaac's a chatterbox, and he's a foul-mouthed chatterbox, where he's just, ah, fuck, a lot. And it's just kind of, uh, I didn't really need it.
1: And the, but the weird thing is, is
0: you've established
1: in the first game this really cool idea, and they do it really intelligently, and then in the second game it goes, it gets scrapped. Yeah, I, I don't see the benefit, I don't see the point. Like, if you, it ah, oh man, I just don't see the point. Like, it doesn't seem, it didn't seem... Like to bring anything good
0: to the table. Well, I'm, the, from what I know from the research that I have done in the games, and this is all from before the game came out, I haven't done bullshit research for what we're doing right now short of looking at the laptop <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Right. Um, but I remember like the main things that the people behind the game which I know it's EA and I don't remember who else is. It's a lot of people who put this game uh, together. Oh, it's like a really the, specific visceral game? Visceral, yes. Yeah. Like the major thing that they had was that they were really upset by the fact that people wouldn't finish Dead Space 1. They're really annoyed that people thought it was too scary. So I know by giving Isaac a voice that It does It, kind of, it, it yeah. takes you out of it a little bit because it gives you another aspect... Like it, just, it I don't know why, but it makes it a little less scary. And I think... And, like, it was that, and then they really wanted to do moments to where you're overpowering everything around you, which they didn't do as much as they originally set out to do, which I'm glad, because I wouldn't want that. I hated those parts in that game. But, yeah, it, they still we'll were annoying. But... but... But by giving you, like, that moment of, like, I'm a fucking god, and you kill everything, which right. is annoying in a game like this, but I can understand um, how their mentality of we want people to finish our game and see our story yeah. through beginning to end, why you would put those in. Which which makes sense. Like that that kind of
1: makes me feel a little bit different about it. I and mean, I still wish like still wish that it wasn't there, but I yes. understand why it's put in. Yeah. Um so I mean as you I, I really want to talk about the set pieces in okay. Dead Space 2 because like now that we're actually in we've progressed through the story part, now we can actually start talking about like each and every one of the story beats in the second game. Yep. They they have some really cool set pieces, and I feel like they don't utilize all of them well. Like you have, you go from the cathedral area, which was terrifying. Was the cathedral where the kids
0: show up the first time? Yeah, the okay. kids,
1: not the babies, the kids. The kids, like the ones
0: that will show up, like twenty at a time, kind yeah. of run with claw hands and that. And, shit. and
1: they're so flimsy,
0: but oh, which yeah. is
1: which is great because yep. you can just mow them down, and it never feels like it. it feels more like a horde, which was really yep. cool because you never really had that feeling in the first game. No, it was usually like one or two. Like at, yeah. at the end of the game, you get a whole bunch, but like in the right in the middle, it was never that. And then the cathedral comes up pretty quickly, but you you kind of have progressed enough to have a few guns at this point, and they they don't take anything. No, to to kill, but it's great because you can easily get overwhelmed. And it did feel
0: legitimately scary. Oh, yeah. The only thing that I would say, and this is just, again, throwing back to like the the change and the difficulty of the game, especially in the cathedral, is that if you weren't playing the game on hard or very hard or whatever, if you're playing on normal or easy, the game just throws ammo at you like it's candy, which is they should never do there, in that.
1: There is no gray area. And, no. Now, and I know it because I had to switch from... I can't remember if I switched from hard to normal... I probably switched from normal to easy, to be completely honest. But, like, the, my problem with normal wasn't even an ammo problem. It was simply a, the controls really don't allow me to do what this game wants me to do, which is kill off a bunch of these, yeah. like, the stronger enemies at the same time. And I clearly either didn't level up the right gun in order to do that, or... Just level up the machine gun or die. Yeah. And that's so frustrating, because yep. the machine gun was so worthless in the first game. Yep. Oh, that Oh and some of the stuff that I liked to be able to do in the first game wasn't even killing them there was a one of the grenade launching sort of guns had like a, a pulse that would shoot oh, out yeah, yeah. and you would shoot things away and it was hilarious to shoot something away and just see it like fly off in the distance and then land but I feel like they toned a lot of that stuff down because like you're saying they did want people to beat the game yeah. and people if they had not played the first one then they would probably gravitate more towards the machine gun again. Yep. which makes sense I I just don't... The machine gun was so worthless. It was good for one boss fight, and that was it.
0: I didn't use... it. I'd never used a machine gun in Dead Space 1, but Dead Space 2 was my best friend.
1: See, and that's... I, didn't, I don't know if I like that, because part of the thing I liked about this, the first game with the weapons was, like, each of them had a purpose. Yes. And I didn't ever feel that way with the second game. I did feel like some guns were clearly stronger than others, but they just didn't seem to... It didn't seem like...
0: You know, this gun is for kind of this, but you can also do a few other things with that. Well, that, the major thing that I found from the, just the weaponry, and then we'll get back to the set pieces. Sorry to right. go on tangent again. But the in the first game, they really set out to try to make it like organic weapons to where like it was the plasma yeah. cutter. It wasn't the plasma pistol or anything like that. Right, right, right. It was a, a tool that you happen to use as a gun. Right. Which, granted, if you watch the anime or any of the stuff about it, like, well, we are all carrying plasma cutters, which kind of yeah. took away from a little bit. But when the game first yeah. came out, it was a really like organic, like, I'm going to use this thing that we use for mining. To kill things. And it was yep. really kind of... It was cool that you just kind of pick up and you had your workbench and you kind of change it to be a weapon. And the second game, they still had all the same names, but it was like, oh, this is your gun now. Yeah. Look at this other guy's carrying the same gun as you. It's like, oh, we're all carrying guns. And they yep. kind of took away from it a little bit. But that's kind of one of those minor complaints that only a nerd like me would go like, Ur, I want my tool. But it, but
1: it is. They did... Like you said, it, what you said makes a lot of sense where they just changed it to make it more accessible, which yeah. is completely understandable but it just kind of takes away from a little bit in small, different areas,
0: like, what we liked so much about the first exactly. game. Exactly. But, I mean, it's the same mentality that almost every game system's going for right now. It's, like, where, like, Ninja Gaiden yeah. 1 and 2 are known as the hardest games ever, and then 3 comes out, and it's, like, a breeze, but everyone can play it now. So it, it takes... But that's where a lot of the games are going, which is right. why I like Dead Space 2. Like, and I do like the game, but there's a lot of problems, which we're definitely getting into. Yeah, I think that, like... You just gotta got find the balance. Right. And I think that they haven't quite found the balance
1: yet. And I also think that... Video games are kind of in this weird area that movies were in a while ago where I think that what you'll end up seeing is EA would, you know, let's just say 20 years from now would probably take a franchise like Dead Space and let it breathe on its own where Mm -hmm. it's going to make its money, but it's not going to be a huge hit. Right. And you will have those huge hit sort of games. Like, you'll have the Call of Duties and the Halos and the Modern Warfares, which all make a lot of money to help fund some of the smaller games. Yes. So, which is, you know, in a really, really simplified sense,
0: how kind of the Hollywood system works. Oh, yeah. But that's also why, like, games like Dead Space 2, which should be, like, a smaller kind of horror, like. It really should be more of a shoehorned into being this, like, blockbuster, which it wasn't. But, I mean, it still made way more money than I. Think anybody expected it to. Which is good because yeah. I'm excited for them to do a third one. I'm hoping that some
1: of the things that they learned from because they clearly learned some things from the first to the second. Yes. Like they learned that, like I mean, the claustrophobic sense that you have in the first game is not a big part of the second game. Well, no. Which I kind of like because you went from what was a ship with all its lights off, which had to look creepy anyway, yeah. to what was essentially a city that still kind of worked. So yeah. when you went through the cathedral and you went through the nursery and then you nursery went... fucking sucked. I didn't like the nursery either, but I loved the cathedral and I loved like some of the outdoor stuff. The was, outdoor
0: stuff was really it was, good.
1: It was so much better and yeah. they improved all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And that was, that was kind of... I mean, I still love Dead Space 2. Yeah. It was just like, oh, it could have been so much better. Like, it could have been so much scarier, and it really wasn't. And that's okay, because I realized about halfway through that it wasn't scary. The only problem that I have with that game that's like a legitimate complaint is the fact that there really is no gray area, like you're saying. It's either too easy or it's too hard. And by too hard, I mean that the controls don't allow you. Like, when we were talking about, like, you send hordes of enemies at you, there's a specific room that I remember where
0: it's, that's what it is. Yes, the train station where yeah. uh, the girl who gets her eye jabbed out was on the top balcony. and yep. she's like yelling at you to kill everything. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's terrible because the controls don't <sighs> and the
1: controls and the guns don't allow you to do what that game wants you to do. And the only way to survive that was to simply I mean, and I'm not joking to run in a circle yep. around the whole room,
0: hope that you don't get hit, and then when the door opens, you just run through the door. I kind of went for a, a figure eight technique. Yeah. To where, like every time I get to like one of the opposite corners I'd shoot whatever was chasing me then I'd go back in the figure eight. Yep. And it kind of worked. And the, the that's not
1: fun. Like that no. wasn't that was in it was so far into the spectrum of not fun at all, yep. that it was just like it was more frustrating than anything else. Like it wasn't worth. I almost felt like it wasn't. It felt more like a chore. Like it felt like the game was like, okay, here's the part where we have to do. The, it was the same problem that Arkham Asylum had, yep. which was like, okay, so what are we going to do here? Yeah. Well, this yeah, isn't real going to really shit work. Ton of guys. At here. Yeah. Let's just do that. Let's just do a horde area, and that's all you're going to have, and yep. you're just going to have to deal with it. And that wasn't fun. That wasn't fun at all. It wasn't. Enjoyable, it wasn't interesting. None of the enemies were new, so it wasn't even that. They yep. were just simply recycled. Like, you're just yep. going. It was like somebody had like a bag, there was like a grab bag, and it was like, <laughs> here you go, just dump it out. When you dump it out, you're just like, I have all of this stuff. Like, it's.
0: It just didn't seem worth it. So, I don't know. Okay, so Cathedral. We're done with Cathedral. You <laughs> get through that whole <laughs> yeah. thing. And, and then. The, I don't uh, remember where you moved to after that. You
1: moved to more be- of the
0: city, and at, then I think you go through the nursery after that and the nursery i don't i, I hated the nursery so much because little baby exploding things that crawl after you oh my god and those, they really do sneak up on you yo, yeah i i don't know
1: i somebody brought this up and i was like oh that kind of makes sense i think this is on the giant bombcast that they said that the big problem that they had with the nursery was just kind of like oh really babies like it just seemed kind of like this is like done for shock value oh yeah. And it was like, ah, I agree with that. I think looking back on it, I was like I didn't really remember them. They weren't interesting. I mean, like the kids were really cool. The kids were like, great. Every, and that was the best part of the nursery was when you went into the auditorium yep. and all the kids started coming out and you were like oh god damn it. <laughs> and in a good way, which was like a oh shit, like I can't believe, like I really hope I have enough ammo for this yep. because I don't think I do. Like, And that was the best part about that game was they would throw you into these really cool set pieces, but then you'd have to trudge
0: through some really fucking dumb yep. ones. So the, the really fucking dumb one that comes to mind for me especially because it was it was the demo that was released like a month before the game came out which was like I think eight or nine chapters into the game till we we're in the freezing level to where the, I don't remember the, that. the only part Oh, you're in the, of, the freezer? Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the freezer like I just remember getting really excited for Dead Space 2 because there's so many things I love about it. I love the lack of there's no HUD display throughout the yeah, entire thing. Yeah, that's so cool. And, and they do it all so well that you're like the health and the spine, everything's so great. And I start playing this like the this freezer level to where it's just like you can just see everything coming at you in this most yeah. scripted way that it's just like I'm not excited for that game at all. And then so you get through that whole thing you get through these big shootouts and then you get to this point where you think you're doing fine as this monster drops out of the ceiling and it's the best like oh shit moment I've ever seen and in the demo that ends right there and it's kind of annoying but in the game you have this oh my god this will be such a great boss fight and it's a quick time event and Dead Space doesn't that, do a lot I, of quick time. Of, yeah. and I mean, granted, quick time event is, I mean, it's not like an actual like press A, press B, but it was like one of those, oh, just, just like as the, you're getting dragged yeah. away, just shoot at this thing. and It was kind of a letdown, because I was really excited for that part, but I mean... At the same time, they weren't going for gameplay at that point. They're going for cinematic, like surprise. And I think one of the things I like about Dead Space, but also kind of hinders it at times, is that it really tries to do a lot of gameplay versus cinematic experience, yeah. which is really what all video games are trying to do right now, except for, like Dark Souls and Fez, which you're playing right now. and I love Fez. And like so many, like a lot of games just aren't doing, but a lot of them that, like, there's a really tough medium that people are trying to hit right now of. Movie mixed with game, which where like it's right. they're kind of basing games off of the movies that don't exist, right? Um And this one did a lot of like Dead Space. Uh, one didn't do it so much. They had Dead Space few Two does sort of things a lot, and some of them are really good though. Like the one where you get shut out into space.
1: That's the one I'm that, thinking of.
0: Holy God, that was great!
1: And the way because it's not even a quick time event. Nope. What it is is it's like um I'm not going to be able to remember the name of this, but basically you it's like a Earthworm Gym when you would ride uh, through the. Two YouTube. Yep, that's basically what that that area yep. was, but it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. And the ending was so cool. Like, you landed like fucking Iron Man lands yep. in all those movies, and you're like, that was me. Like, oh, you're yeah. like, I did that.
0: <laughs> I did this, and you wanted to show everybody that one sequence. I Because it was so cool. I quit the game, restarted my save, and called my roommate in just to watch that one part, because it was so fucking great. And it was fun, because you were... Not only were you involved, you were engaged, and yep.
1: everything looked great. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't like you're being dragged along, and you have to to just kind of move your arms yeah. around and shoot something which is part of the thing in dead space 2 with the train there was yeah. another sequence like that with the train thing and it wasn't fun nope because it's it's not a when you fail you feel like that was bullshit yeah. you didn't feel like you messed up you just felt like the game just poked you in the eye and were like do it again and yeah. you're like oh god i don't want to
0: it's no. kind of like uh do you ever play god of war 3 no. Dead I War 3 game has game. a part where you have to fly up this tunnel and it's kind of like that sequence but there's so much shit in the way that can just kill you instantly. It's just like, oh, I don't want like that yeah. ruins the entire cinematic experience. Like, make yeah. it hard, don't make it impossible.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Don't, but the cinematic experience, I think what they're slowly finding out is I don't want to have to do that again. Because oh, yeah. not only do I have to sit through a bunch of crap that I can't skip, which yeah. is always really frustrating playing a game, but it's also, I have very limited control. Oh, yeah. So when I die, I feel like it's just, dumb and it's not fun like these these really hard limited control things yep. aren't interesting if you do them well and i think that like i think that uncharted 2 i haven't played the
0: third one i yes, have uncharted... played two you've played the third one. okay
1: so, so two and three <laughs> they have they have some really cool cinematic things and there's only really the ones where you're chased by a car that are kind of bland. Yeah. And even those aren't hard. They're just kind of like, oh, well, I'll do this. This is kind of fun to look at. Yep. But that's the difference, is that they're like, they, they are always engaging. They're not ever... The cinematic sort of set pieces are always fun. And I feel like with Dead Space 2, they don't nail all of them. They nail two, maybe? They, they nail enough for me to still say I like the game. Exactly. But, but they don't... And the thing is, they don't even make the other ones bullshit they just make them it's like if you graded all of them on a scale from one to ten two of them would get like a ten and the rest would get like threes fours or fives yeah where they're not like so dumb or bad that you're just you feel like that was a waste of time right they're just something you have to just trudge through begrudgingly with your eyes closed and just being like please don't screw me over this time because it's not fun there. so I don't know I, I just think that with I mean I think that they'll solely figure it out and I do think that I'm for them doing more of them because the two that they do really well or the only one I can really think of at the moment which was the space one it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Like I would be fine with playing a whole game where you're just flying through space like that, oh, yeah, and I could land that way every time. And I just felt like I felt like I legitimately accomplished something, even though I, did. I didn't. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's really not hard, but it's just so cool to look at. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's what you have to nail. Like you have to, if you're taking control away from somebody, you have to make it look
0: and feel good, and oh, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Oh, yeah. So so moving on because we've just talked about another set piece which we're, I'm sure we're way out of the actual order of the game I'm I sure I we are but we both liked it enough to actually want to talk about it um the, the other thing that I'm going to talk about now, it's not exactly a set piece, but it comes up quite often in the game because it's dead space. It takes place in space. Right. Zero gravity. Now, zero gravity in the first game, I think, was handled better. I, I know a lot of people disagree with me. I love zero gravity in the first game. It wasn't I think bad. It's, it, it's handled so great to where I think it was actually like a legitimate way that I, they took a lot into a like, thought process of how would you handle zero gravity in the future and this and this, Yeah, which is where you'd have the magnetic boots that you could turn off And you'd launch to something else, magnetic. And that's how you'd be able to get around the space. And it did a really good job of any time you'd land on something, the entire area would now flip to wherever your feet were at. And the whole world felt, like, fucked up. And you had to get your bearings again, which got kind of annoying for certain puzzles. But annoying in that way of that. that's how it would actually be. It would be that jarring of where the fuck am I now. Yeah. And it was really, really, really good at that. Yeah. The second game, which was really proud of this, which I hated, which was it took away that magnetic atmosphere, and you basically just kind of flew. And yeah. you flew in this really sort of cheesy way, which these thrusters on your hips and your shoulders, and you just kind of go whichever way you please, which just took away everything that i liked about the first one because now the world never felt that disjointed because all it took was a click of right three and you just magic yourself back to how you're supposed to be standing and it just was Mm -hmm. it took away a lot of the really cool parts of it for me and just made it it basically turned it into what i hate most in video games which is underwater levels Uh, i'm gonna i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna disagree (laughs) um because i feel like it made sense. Like, you. the suit that he has in the second game is clearly better. Yes. And I would totally understand him having limitations in, in the first game that he doesn't have in the mm. second. I didn't mind the outer space stuff. Some of it I kind of liked. And from what I remember, the reason why I kind of liked it was because it took away your... No, it didn't. I don't think it took away your air. I think I'm just remembering that. No, no that's still about there. So... Uh, but it wasn't an underwater level, because, like, the controls months. was so much better. Like, it wasn't, like, Mario in an underwater level, where you had to, That's like... A side you can know. And like, no, no, I don't mean... Like, I'm talking about, like, Mario 64, oh. where, like, when you had to churn, you had to watch Mario in the goofiest position slowly <laughs> turn his body, and then, like, press A, and you're like, shit, I pressed it too early, and now I have to, like, stop... And Uh, reposition myself again. Until you really got more of a handle of how shitty the controls were,
0: and then you were able to do it. But, I mean, but at the same time, this is fucking PS3 and Xbox 360. Of course the controls are going to be better now. It's still... The entire concept of zero gravity while floating around in spaces is underwater. That is an underwater level.
1: Let's put it this way. I disagree because I don't think it was bad, but... At the same time, I can't fucking think of any of the outer space parts that were any good, besides the one where you're just shot into space.
0: Yeah. That part was really... Because the one that I always remember, I think, it was actually in the demo, too. I played the demo way more than I played the game, which is a problem. <laughs> but, uh... But, like, I just remember, like, there's this big puzzle to where, like, there's the gravity thing. Like, the gravity engine that you have to turn off, and now you have to float around. And it's kind of like... You know, okay,
1: so I guess the thing that I liked about the second one was it didn't didn't feel like you were strapped to the ship like you were in the first one, which is fine. But the thing that I liked so much about it was I actually got to explore space. Okay. Is that fair? Like, I, yeah. I, I disagree with the controls and stuff. I kind of understand where you're coming from with the underwater level, but it felt so cool to be able to, like, fully explore these areas without hindrances. Okay. At the same time, I did really like the Zero Gravity stuff in... The first game. Yeah. Because there was some really cool shit. I love the way they handled sound with that in the game. But they the first did it in both of them. And they did it with both, yeah. but it felt more visceral in the first game. Because you really were just stuck to the thing. Yeah. In the second one, you could very easily float away. From float major. away. Yeah. yeah. And so it kind of took away any sort of the the... I hate to use the word danger again, but it really took away yep. any of the, the stress of it at yes. all. Um, in the first game, there was, like, the, the one level I can think of is, like, the arms rotating, and I think yep. it's the actual, like, gravity... It, it did something. I don't remember what it is, but it's a giant arm rotating, and there are enemies that will pop out. And the first time through, you don't notice them because you're so trained to hear the the stinger, the violin, just yep. like what, and you're like, oh, it's somewhere, and you're yep. like looking around. You don't have that in those zero gravity levels. You're on your own, yep. and I kind of like that. As much as some people complained about this, the, the stinger, like I enjoyed it because it kind of it felt like a movie and it felt like yeah. I was involved in this movie but at the same time it never took any away any of the the fright and it made it make sense like yes. it was like okay it, it made it so I don't feel like the game's constantly just trying to punish me right and in the second game I don't even remember if they have it I, they, do. they do I know it's, they it's, do it, they changed it a little bit but not very much but it's, it's not as noticeable but it's yeah. still there yeah. um But in the second game, you just feel like more of a fucking boss hoss, which you probably should because you have the experience. Yeah, that's right. Like if somebody was like, Oh, if if we were drafted into Battle Royale right now and one of us won, if we had to go a second time, we'd be better at it than any of the other ones would be. So I kind of understand that sort of mentality because you can't really make the controls like feel better, but you can give him slightly stronger weapons to make him feel like or make the enemies a little bit weaker, to make him feel like he's experienced more. More yeah. so this isn't you need more stuff to make him
0: kind of to make you as a player a yeah. little bit more afraid okay uh, moving on to um, I like how I just kind of like and go look um, Brian yeah. fuck segues <laughs> we don't need them uh, so we've, we've talked about some of the set pieces and stuff this one as opposed to the first game the first game kind of had side characters who pop up in a little bubble next to you every now and then right this one had characters which you would actually interact with now like like, I think you have, like, one scene where they're actually like actually in the room with you. But for the most part, right. you had two characters that were there the whole time. You had the character who was going through the same sort of mental bullshit that you were. And then you had the Michelle Rodriguez oh, right, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at one time, I was confused because I thought we were talking about the first one. I was like, who goes crazy in the first No, one? No, 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 no. I know what you're talking but about. But yeah, so you have this guy who eventually stabs the girl in the eye with a screwdriver, which is intense. Yep. and then And then the fourth character which you have, which is your wife from the first game... But she right. comes to you as like an evil ghost thing. So. And, and you're not sure if she's evil or not. Like I mean, she. Her, pretty, her, her eyes obvious. turn white and her mouth turns white. She screams at you. It's kind of obvious. Yeah. Until that point later on in the game when you go, I'm sorry. And she goes, oh, it's okay now. And then you're friends. Then you're not. And it's. A, then you're. Not only your friends, yeah. you're besties. Be, oh, yeah. You are <laughs> best friends. <laughs> she has eight guns and she's. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't help you at all.
0: Ugh. But yeah, so I, I, I liked, the first game I hated the characters. I hated everyone because I thought they were completely useless. You had the guy, you had the black guy who was just kind of like always screaming at you to do, like, yeah. it's because they, they had no way to interact with you, which, granted, this goes back to should he talk or should he not talk. By having him talk, he can interact with characters, which gave him a little bit more life, sure. whereas in the first game, they just keep shouting at you to do things. It's like, oh, right. shut up, man, just let me do my fucking job. They they didn't handle it very well, but I still like the
1: captain. I did want him to survive, but he dies. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Every, every, Gonna, except for the girl who gets the Well, and, right the thing is, and the thing is, with the the first game, with the characters, like I, like you said, I don't really have any sort of fondness for any of them. Nope. And the second game, I do kind of have a fair amount of interest in, not only the girl, but the guy. Because it was, that really did feel like more of a mystery than anything yep. else. Was like, and Why is he so fucking nuts? Not only that, not only why is he so nuts, but is he so nuts that I can trust him, or nope. I can't trust him, or is he kind of just on the far you know is he chaotic good or is he chaotic, <laughs> chaotic you know like so you know like how how what's the scale here yes. and i think that's the really good thing they did that they did a really good job with that yeah like i felt like when he turned i was like yeah i could see that coming yeah like, even as as a character isaac and as the player i felt like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. Like, I felt like Joe in Arrested over was like, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I felt like when I walked back in there. I was like, oh. But you know what? Like That's that's part of the best... That's part of the best... The really good part about those both of those games is the writing of... It's like the pacing, I should say, of that game. They do a really good job, and yeah. they do a good, much better job in the second game with the characters. Yes. And we were reading the dialogue, and it sounded <laughs> terrible. It sounded really bad. But I don't ever remember feeling that way while that's true. the game. It's... So it's the delivery kind of makes up for it where it is interesting. Where, like, you do feel like as much as Isaac is kind of annoying, I never felt like... In a weird way, I wanted to do something like sadistic so that he would die. Yeah. Like, I
0: never hated him. No, no, not at all. It didn't really make me want to start like a new segment on this to where we read out of context dialogue because it is. (sighs) Video game dialogue is always hysterical read out of context. Let's do it. It, Let's do it next week. (laughs) The exception of like Portal 2, which is great. The whole way, through. the whole way. But that's because you have Stephen Merchant, who's fucking amazing. Okay, so anyhow, so I'm trying to move this along as quick as we can to try to get to the end of this game, which was a very tremendous big ending. So it, it really was. Yeah, you get to the you get to the point to where you're uh, that guy goes nuts, stabs you in the eye. You eventually kill him. I don't remember why. But now you're. I don't even remember how. But yeah, I don't do. remember how. But you kill him. But what? I don't remember. It, apparently, it gets unimportant after he stabs you in the eye. <laughs> um so then you uh, now you're friends with your wife again you're besties and she's saying the only way to destroy the marker which has killed everyone is just kind of absorb yourself into it and then destroy it from the inside I right. think that's it I could be a little bit wrong it's been a while since I played the game but that's kind of how I understand it right. and to do it you have one of the most cinematic and one of the biggest controversial scenes in the entire game I think it even won GameSpot's like most shocking moment of the year that year and it was like a really big thing to where you basically have to stab yourself in the eye Yeah. and I was a fan of this part Nick was not. Uh, I wouldn't say I wasn't, but I
1: mean, like, fuck. I barely remembered that when you brought it up earlier, which is not a good sign, I feel
0: like, for something see, that that's was, supposed to be that impactful. See, that was, for me, like, heavy rains cutting off your own finger to where, like, that was one of those moments to where, like, I really remember it, because it was such, like, a, it was clearly the only reason it was there, like, like the finger cutting, like, uh, Kratos jabbing his eyes and the god's eyes. Zeus? And, yeah, not Zeus, it was, um... Poseidon. Sure. But, like, so, the, there's these moments in games now, like, in the violent games particularly, yeah. to where they're so over the top and extreme... The only reason they're there is to be over the top and extreme. Exactly. And Dead Spaces was really memorable because of how easy it was to fuck it up. It's true. Like, I think I did it probably about 15 times to where... like, And then kind of like how you said you did the first time. We're like, alright, so you need to put the needle in the eye. And you just <laughs> jam the whole fucking machine all the way through your head. It's it's, like... There's nothing left. And you just watch him struggle.
1: And Well, I guess I'm going to have to do this one again. <laughs> this screen slowly goes gray. And you're just like, well... Alright, well I guess I shouldn't have been so reckless.
0: Got, and like it made it even worse cause like alright well now I know not to be a little too <laughs> gung ho with this Right. I'll go a little easier and if you take your time with it the thing fucking breaks and jams all the way through your fucking head again and it's just yep. like oh god damn it
1: yeah you have to find the sweet spot
0: yeah and like it, that was one of those things that we were talking about earlier with the launch into space to where it's like oh my god it's so awesome don't it's make true. me do it 20 times
1: yeah there's only it, but so
0: at many- the same time like it never <laughs> because there's a weird
1: payoff of just being like oh my god every <laughs> single time But at the same time, it is a train wreck. It is quite literally, it's, oh my god. Like, you just really, every time you see it happen and you fuck it up, you're just like, fuck. Like, it really does make it, it puts a fair amount of stress in you because, like, it is such, you know, a visceral sort of moment that you do kind of not, you don't want to fail. And every time you do fail,
0: you really do feel like you've, you've you've really screwed up and oh, yeah. you didn't feel like and there's no there's minor just, fuck ups and exactly. you're watching it like I'm not joking at all if you haven't played the game which you should but if you haven't you literally watch like this entire machine just go plummeting through his head <laughs> and like the most violent thing I've ever seen uh, in a game it's just like holy was bad. shit and then when you did it, you actually
1: felt like you accomplished something.
0: Oh, yeah. And then, good. And then you feel like you accomplished something, and then he stands up and just kind of rubs his eyes like, oh, that sucked. It's like, you just had a fucking, like, ten-inch needle in your eye. You're not walking away. Yeah. I love the, <laughs> the science that they don't explain of that whole sequence. It's like, yeah, no, it's totally
1: fine. It's like putting a needle through the top of a balloon. And you're like, no, that is not at all. It's an
0: eyeball. It's a
1: huge difference.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so anyhow, still trucking along so that we don't keep everyone here way too long. We did oh, we did skip something. Well, when, when you go back to the Ishimura... I completely forgot about going that, back that to the is Ishimura. A cool,
1: that is such an awesome <laughs> moment. Because the whole time... So if you haven't played this game, it really does do an excellent job of harking back to... The first game. Which was, you're sitting there on the Ishimura, and you're going through, and this whole game, you're constantly getting shit thrown at you. Mm. Like, there really isn't, like, a sequence in which... You're kind of going along, hoping that something doesn't come out because you're just expecting it at this point.
0: Yeah, and not to say that's a bad thing because I no, actually kind of like that part of it. I did you, because you're it, in a fucking city where everyone got turned. Exactly, into- so There's you're in no a shortage have, of death. Right,
1: you have plenty to deal with. <laughs> um, but the the first game, there were tons of sequences where there was nothing that's going to come out at you. So if you know that and you're playing through the game a second time, you can just hustle right through because you're yeah, like, well, oh, what the fuck do I care? But. You know, playing through the first time, there's tons of sequences where you're just waiting for something to come and nothing does. And going through the whole Ishimura thing, nothing jumps out at you the whole time. And it's way scarier playing through the Ishimura in Dead Space 2 because you're expecting stuff. And you're constantly getting more and more nervous because you're like, oh my god. Like, if I'm not getting anything now, like, it's going to be terrible (laughs) in 10 minutes. And, you know, you never get it. Yep. And it's it's amazing. Like, it was such a cool set piece. Yep. Nothing else to talk about with that. It was oh, yeah. just a really cool no, sequence was, that, in that, which
0: I... that did such an amazing job. Which clearly, like, we play games differently because I remember all the action bits, but the part with nothing in there completely just left my <laughs> mind. <laughs> but it's so, it's so good, though. Like, it really did. It was so necessary, and they did such a good job with it. Oh, yeah. And I,
1: I was happy that it was in there, and it made sense within the story. It didn't feel like, oh, you know, it's been about, like, seven or eight hours of you playing this game. You should probably go back to the first part for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: felt way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Now back to what I back was back to doing. what you were saying. Sorry. Back to what I was saying. Okay. So we get to the end of the game, which is for some reason you've agreed to go along with your girlfriend. Who mind? Keep in mind, uh, Isaac's kind of nuts. So I granted the right. eye, the eye thing through the head is supposed to make you a little bit more sane, but you're still seeing images of your dead wife. Right. You're not still not all together. But your character is like... It's supposed to give you like the keys to getting better. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're Which, you can now connect to this thing and you'll be A-OK. You can right. destroy the marker. And then you get up to the marker and, oops, your wife is still batshit crazy and she yeah. just made you apologize to, to make you feel better, I guess. Well, um, to also... I think that the marker knows that it needs
1: you. Yes. So it's using you to get there yes. so that way it can be even more
0: powerful. Yes. So to, for the marker to become full powerful, it needs to basically consume all of the makers and because right. Isaac was on the first shift he's considered one of the makers along with this other guy they did all the experiment experiments on and after he killed himself the marker consumed him at some point that we didn't see right but so now you get up to this thing and that's where we actually read the dialogue which is like I believe the best phrase in there was not if we consume you first yeah but yeah so you have to you basically have to kill your dead wife which is Oh, quite a phrase. In um, this really yeah. kind of lame action sequence to where... Yeah, he, and it was... well, be, from what I remember, the mayor of the thing,
1: of the whole place, shoots you. You have to kill him. Yeah. He, like, uh, like puts a javelin through your leg or something yes. like that. And you have to kill him. And then that's when you have to fight your ex-dead... Oh, Dead. holy shit! Dead wife, yeah. and so you have to you have to fight her and you have to kill her, and that boss fight is just as unmemorable as the first game's yes. final boss fight.
0: Um, oh, we completely forgot something again in the classic R fashion. One of the major things that like uh, we really are forgetful. Yeah, oh, yeah. We should actually probably replay the games before we talk about them for next week. <laughs> That'll be our promise. Uh, I'm not promising that. These games take a while.
1: They really and they do. Happen. We probably should yeah. watch, like, a, a gameplay, like a... Yeah. If there's, like, a tool yeah. assistant speedrun or something like that, we should probably yeah, watch yeah, that man, just so we that, can
0: get reacquainted that, that with That might them. help. I mean, the Wikipedias do help. But, anyway, I'm the yeah. one reading them, and I just fill you in on the side. <laughs> Which works. So... <laughs> Like, if it's uh, not broken, don't fix it. Yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> Anyhow, so, so after yeah, you apologize to the wife, and now you're hunky-dory Isaac Clarke, which I still find his name fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, it doesn't. it's weird.
1: Yeah. I feel like he should be Australian. Yeah, he probably yeah. should be. You thought might? That'd be so good.
0: <laughs> if they just never explained it. There are random British people in space for no reason, oh, so yeah. why not? Yeah, I mean, the Doctor is British from Doctor Who. Exactly. Go explain that. Unless you're watching the series Never mind, I'll stop. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I'm in the middle of it, Brian. <laughs> Anyhow, so you, you get to the point where you apologize, and then you have your friend who had the scor- screwdriver through the eye, and she's like, Isaac, we can go take out the marker, and you're like, no, 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 get the fuck off the ship. And literally, oh, because right, right. now you've become this good guy, and I don't know why you weren't to begin with, because you're kind of crazy, you get to the point where like you take your friend, you put her on the ship, and you send her on a merry way. Yeah. And then you go to everything that we we're just talking about, but it's very important right. that you kicked her out because now right. she kind of likes you for saving her life. Right? Not like likes you like she wants to bang you, but like likes you like like that we could be, we might be able to be friends after all yes. this crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. You we could go to we life. could go to therapy together. Well, That's we, basically what we Disney... can go to Disneyland. That's basically <laughs> yeah. what
1: they're saying. And oh, Disneyland would be so weird after an experience like this. <laughs> 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 you would be so. Unhappy. The whole time you'd be like, "Happiest These people... place on earth." My ass. Yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> "They don't even know what horror is."
0: <laughs> you would, it would like, you would completely take that whole experience out of context. God, like for some reason, you snapped a picture with your phone. You just find the happiest child you could. Look at what this happens to people. <laughs>
1: he's so great I would love to see just a whole 45 minute game of you just walking around Disneyland as Isaac like, Clarke just being
0: miserable like his character model doesn't look happy he's gonna head down and his like, arms and he's just like this he's kind of like his Charlie Carter. Brown just kind of like oh that would be so good <laughs>
1: That anyhow so stupid okay
0: <laughs> anyhow so you kill your wife, you destroy the marker I don't really understand how. And then this yeah. is probably my favorite part in the whole game the exception of the getting shot out the window space which we can't talk enough about. <sighs> really but can. I love the fact that at the end of this game everything's crashing down around you and Isaac goes, I'm done. And he just yeah. kinda of sits down and just expects to die. Just kinda of like, Well, I've done what I can. Yep. And it's like a really kinda of like he understands his his lot in life, but then you need a third game. So then that girl that I made sure we mentioned comes back and saves you in this really kinda of lame. You run through and you kill everybody and then you jump yeah. out and land on the ship and fly away happily.
1: Yeah. But I mean like you need like th- you said, you yeah. need a third you game. You need a third game. But yes. that was a really cool moment because I did feel like that's how you would feel like it would be like if somebody threw a grenade at your feet after you would or you would just killed like a whole group of terrorists as like some sort of soldier and one of them as he's dying drops a grenade and you know that there's no way you can get out you wouldn't just be like you wouldn't look up at the heavens and scream like ah! no. you would simply look at it and just go shit or yep. you would do something yeah. something equivalent where you'd just be like well at least i did
0: you're 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 somehow content in the worst possible it's situation. It's very like Ghost Protocol mission accomplished. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for those of you who can't see me which are everyone but Nick I did the full Ghost Protocol like when he stamps his hand on the briefcase and screams mm-hmm. everything just so you get the full experience. Of that. Um, the Let's way, not I... delve into that movie because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this will be one of those situations where I love it and Nick hates it but anyhow um it was Okay. <laughs> So anyhow, this is again kind of like how last time with uh, Arkham City, to where I got to the end of the game and everyone said the ending is great, and I got to the end and goes, I think it'd be better if. Yeah. And so Arkham Silent, Arkham City, I did the whole choice thing. This one I think would be a lot better if you let him die.
1: I I kind of agree. I mean, but it's one of those things where okay, so let's just say this game was made 20 years from now instead of now. Yes. And EA kind of embraced the fact that it's like a niche
0: game. Yep. they would have ended it there. They, like that would have been such a great, like, great ending of just him sitting down going, because like we just talked about Disneyland, he's not going to Disneyland. And, like the rest right. of his life is We're, fucked. Like he it's can't terrible. He would be better off dying. Yeah, he really would be. Just as
1: a person, which is terrible to say, but if you've seen somebody basically plow through, you know, a city and a ship as big as a city, just like. All the I mean, denizens are dead. You have nothing to look forward to for yeah. the rest of your life. I You're mean, just, constantly going to
0: be looking over your shoulder. I mean, take, like, you or me. If we were to see, like, your your girlfriend. Yeah. If we go, once we get done recording this. And she turns into a necromorph in front of us. To where, like, her bones jut through her arms in Ananias. Her fucking insides turn inside out. And then all of a sudden she has swords for arms. Yep. Like, her face turns inside out. I'm done with life after that. Like, even if we're aiming to... Just one. That's all it takes. It's just one. one. Like, even if we were to defeat it, like, you shoot the limbs, not the head, and we kill it, and, like, hooray, it's over now. We've just gone through a half a percent, not even a half, like, a third of a percent of what Isaac Clarke has gone through, and we're both just like, well, fuck life, I'm done with this. And he's gone through it twice. Yeah. (laughs) like Twice. Not (laughs) once, twice. Fucking twice. There's no way. There's no way. Him sitting down at the end of that game going, fuck life much better ending than yep. Michelle Rodriguez flies in and yep. he hops on and now they're all hunky-dory and then you have that I I, I do kind of like the nod of the third game after the credits to where they're like uh, that dick he, uh, he destroyed the marker and then you have this random I think she's called like the overseer she goes well yep. I guess we'll have to activate the other one then and it was just like, <laughs> like that's such a B-movie
1: thing like <laughs> Which is why I kinda like it because they do kind of play play up the fact that it's basically a B movie with an A movie budget. Oh, That's yeah. what this movie is. Yeah. Or this game is like that. <laughs> but it's like I did like the fact that they kind of were acknowledging the fact that there's more to it than you know, like than the first game and now the second game's even bigger, and yep. now the third game is clearly going to take place in this like, you know, shadow organization sort of thing, which is really cool. Scientology, not Unitology. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. I mean, Unitology, not Scientology, my bad. Either way, I mean, nobody's going to sue us, so... (laughs) And if they do, we've got no money, so...
0: I mean, there's nothing to sue. I'm just saying that they just didn't want to say the word Scientology in the game, it was really obvious. (laughs) That's what they were alluding to. Um,
1: But I like that. Like, I did, like, at the end of it, they kind of, like, it went from... Awesome ending to kind of dilute it a little bit to back to okay, I'm on board for the third Which, game.
0: I mean, granted, but like at the same time, like, like Dead Space did this really well. Dead Space One, not Dead Space Two, did this really well with their marketing campaign. Too. I'm not sure if you ever saw it. They released this trailer that was the the quote unquote. You should look this up on YouTube if you can. It's the Dead Space Grindhouse trailer, and it was like I had no interest in the game whatsoever. I'd read about it in a magazine. I just kind of yeah. looked it up here and there. I just went, that eh, game looks, yeah, whatever." Yep. And then I remember seeing that trailer to. It had like the really cheesy dead space you're alone in space and like there's really like yep. clearly like it's like a geeky white dude just kind of talking <laughs> to his back book yep. and just like, doing the best he can but the trailer did such a great job just creating this like B-horror movie you're gonna die 25 different ways yep. it's gonna be violent as shit and it just made me buy Hook, Line, and Sinker into the series and right. by having the game end with that horror like, I guess we'll have to make the other ones then kind of brought it back to that B-horror movie grindhouse right. thing that really made me go yeah, I'll play a fair one. It's basically a B-Horror movie premise, too. Like, oh, yeah. it's handled
1: intelligently. Yeah. Because, like... The, I mean, if I pitched this game to you, it'd be like, well, this guy goes onto a spaceship uh, with a bunch of people, and the spaceship is basically... It's space zombies, but they're scarier than, than zombies. or they're nine Yeah. Like, that's... That's a B movie. That right is oh, that yeah. is uh, a few steps away from Troll 2 sets. Like as far as <laughs> as far as being like just a just a you know, like good idea, just not the best execution sort exactly. of situation. But the difference is the execution is really, really good. Yeah. So I'm excited that they're like they kind of call attention to it in as intelligent of a way that they could without making it hokey. Yes. They're like, well, Okay, well, fuck this guy. That's it. I mean, that's basically. Yep. And it's you know what? If I were the head of this organization, that's exactly how I would answer it. It'd be yep. like, oh, nah. okay. Like, yeah. be, like if somebody was like, "Sir, your mansion burned down," it'd be like. And then in the back of my head, knowing, oh, that's terrible. And then my second reaction would be, well, I've got eight other mansions. So is it really that terrible? <laughs> I'll live. Like it's yeah. like I've got all the money in the world. I'll be okay. Like yeah. that's basically the the reaction. And you're like, ah, cool. Like yeah. I like that. I like the fact that it's just
0: who cares. Yeah. Like we'll just constantly put him through shit until he dies. That's it. I'd say uh, if you haven't played Dead Space two or Dead Space one, pick them both up. They're both good games. You probably get them like
1: they're they're super cheap because yeah. I know I picked up Dead. I I originally played it and then. Like I played it on a friend at a friend's place, and I was like, I've got to play this yeah. game. So when I went out and bought it, it was the Game of the Year edition. And it cost me like twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, it's got I went And I know the Dead Daddy.
1: Space Two one also has like a Game of the Year edition sort of thing. Yeah, and if you were
0: to go on Amazon now and look for them, like used, yeah. you can probably get both of them like, as a pair for like ten bucks, and they're totally worth every totally plan. worth it. Like just in, like, yeah. I would honest, I would honestly say that both are worth worth sixty. You're going to
1: get your entertainment value. Oh, yeah. And what's weird is for a game that's a horror game, it has a fair amount of replay value because oh, yeah. like. The first time through, it's going to be really stressful, and then they let you play it the second time through with
0: all your guns, so you can have even more shit to just and they plow don't do their things. fucking new bullshit to where the new game plus is now twice as hard. They right. just let you plow through it right. when like you want to,
1: right? Which is which is a total stress reliever because yes. all the stress in the first one, you're like, I don't care, and you're just going <laughs> to truck through it as fast as possible. Yeah. And you have like the guns that you have fully upgraded that are hilarious. Where you're just like, I'm not even going to kill anything, and you just blow it away. <laughs> the wall the funniest the best part I think it's in a second game where you have the javelin gun yes the javelin gun is so much fun I could play through that whole game with just the javelin gun and not even kill anything just pin it to the wall and just run away <laughs> I like, don't care Come get me. Ha ha I just run. It doesn't, it's so, like, that's the thing that I do yeah. like about that game is they don't hinder what you can do. They yeah. just are sort of like, no, if you find a, an exploit sort of thing, enjoy the hell out of it because yeah. it's not going to really change the game. Yep. It really won't. Okay. And that's fine. So that's right. it. So
0: any closing notes for you? Go play that game. Go that's it. Death Pits, Go it. play both. Both of them are must plays. Yeah, okay. definitely. Uh, that's all we have for tonight. I don't know what game we'll be reviewing next time. Uh, otherwise, this is probably another thing that we should probably start doing is look at the games that we're going to review next time. My votes uh, for Portal Two, but I think we could do anything else. I so. mean, there's a vote on the board for Portal Two. I want to do Red Dead Revolver, not Revolver. Red, Red Dead Redemption. Redemption. Red I'd be fine with both. fucking blows. Um, <laughs> man, that game is bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Uh, let's end it there because we can't go any better. All right. Well, I will see you guys next week. This is Nick. Brian. And we will talk to you at some point.